let me say that the political if you like the political big This is the news made us do this podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy AC. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. All good, my guy. All good, man. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Bro, we give thanks, man. We give thanks. Honestly, we give thanks. You know, all praise, all praise, all praise. More gratitude, learning to be more grateful to the things that I might have considered as small. Or take it for granted, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a good time, it's a conscious time. I guess it's yeah. the time of consciousness, and consciousness is proven to be a valuable currency. You know yeah. what I mean? hundred percent, man. There's yeah. definitely an awakening, I feel it. Mm-hmm. I thought there's an awakening of, 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 around, of, around the world of all those people who feel marginalised, disenfranchised, ostracised, Everything, you know, I feel like there's, there's, there's an awakening, man. And let's just see, let's just keep this momentum going. Honestly, this is just Black Lives Matter. This is everything. This is yeah. workers' rights, um, women, you know, women be, f- feeling, black women in particular, mm-hmm. speaking out now against, against all the injustices that they've been they've come up against mm-hmm. from the hands of their own brothers, mm-hmm. as in, when I say brothers, black men, but also, you know, just society in the whole, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, like just just the many other other issues that are embedded in society, because it's it's, it's the poison, like, and it's a literally a situation where that poison is naturally cured when Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? Because when Black Lives Matter, all lives matters, and you can see that that happens because whenever the subject of Black Lives Matter gets brought up, naturally people feel like they need to also bring up their issues. So clearly you can see that Black Lives Mattering is a catalyst for other lives having to matter as well, since people still feel, some groups feel so insecure that when the Black Lives do matter, they need to say, they, need, they feel like they need to say, yeah, they, need, they feel like they need to say um, that, um, you know, our lives matter. So what about this cause? What about that cause? And they even talk about causes that might not even be personal to them. But then yeah. clearly, when Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And they don't oh, realize they they literally perpetuate it, and they hardly realize it. But this you know. is it. And then coming off that, why that why that also means a lot is like obviously we've been protesting globally. You know, yeah. a lot of the heavy heavier and more consistent protesting has been done in and is being done in um, you know America and the United States as that is yeah. where the triggering went for, has 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 sparked because of the way. The West really does brutalize uh, the black community over there in terms of with their police force. So they've been protesting quite regularly over there and quite with quite a strong intensity. Although there has been um, less social media presence on the cause from everybody, it's still very much real in America because mm-hmm. people are literally dying still since George Floyd's died. We've still had unfortunately uh, more than a handful of deaths from the, yeah. the police over there. So. You know, and in the UK, we, as we always say, the UK is far from innocent, you know, and it, it was good to be at the protest um, and on the side. What was that one, the one on Saturday? Yeah, the Saturday just gone. Okay. Know? 
So Speak obviously, on it. yeah, so obviously today is the, we're recording on Wednesday the twenty fourth, just to give some context. And that, that protest that um, I attended was on the twentieth of uh, of June, and it, it was nice. You know, it began first of all in the Hyde Park Speakers Corner, which is a, a famous spot in Britain and in the UK and in, in general. And obviously speaking about it, mainly being in London, where historically people have gone and you're allowed to speak freely there, especially yeah. on causes political injustice and your political views and the kind of way you want policy to be shaped so it was really nice that it was all started off there because that place actually is a place of change and it's a place of conversation yeah. so we kicked off there and it was a protest that was actually in combination with other with other i would call them so they're called pressure groups people groups that organize protests are called pressure groups Pressure groups are a form of political participation and political activists. So pressure groups are almost a counterpart to a political party, you know, for just for context for people like BLM, LGBTQ, and so forth and so forth. Those are called pressure groups. And pressure groups participate in politics by organizing protests as well as strikes. And then it then goes into pressure groups working with unions as well. I mean, obviously a lot of people won't be used to the, these terms and unionship because um, in the 1970s, Thatcher decided to, you know, destroy a lot of unions and it didn't come into the present where unions would have protected the people a bit more and represented the social, ah. social presence of the people in, in the political realm and in, in parliament. But since the absence of those unions and the, the weak, the weakened state of them, the um, the unions that are are alive today are quite are in a more weakened state, so the people don't get to be represented as much. Whereas business interests have been hyper represented and over represented in politics because during the time of when those unions were being butchered, the lobby groups gained much more li- liberty and freedom in the way they go around persuading and influencing political figures that have been elected you know so it was good to see a sense of that old school unionship where we have a collaboration of causes and you see black lives matter cause um having cross-reference within the lgbt community because unfortunately there's a there's a lot of mass there's a lot of murder in terms of a particular group that crosses between that and that and happens with the black trans community you know a lot of murder that happens and it's not only that this, this murder happened but it's the fact that this murder happens and there's a lack of accountability no one's gone to prison for it you know what i mean so it was it was nice to see that yeah all black lives matter when we are talking about black lives matter we're not saying that it's a particular class of oh, all black lives you know it's every single black lives and meaning that indigenously there's darker people within like asian communities within Oriental Asian communities, within like China, within Japan, uh, black people, black, those black indigenous populations in New Zealand, uh, Australia, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, uh, India, you know, and a, a lot of European parts of, as well, you know, a lot of European countries. Uh, in Russia. Communities, you know, and, and it, it's not that it's just the black communities that are living in the UK or America that matters, or the black community that is, 
that subscribes to heterosexuality or the black community that subscribes to working in nine to five or the black community that is in me. It's everybody, bro, you know? And that's what, that's what yesterday was really about, you know? I mean, sorry, not yesterday, Saturday, that Saturday, Saturday, 20th. Saturday, yeah. 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 It was like yesterday, yeah. talking about it, it was really, really yeah. raw to me. It was really, it was really, really good, you know? Nah, yeah. bro, you, yeah. when we spoke, you, 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 said a lot of good things about it he said one of the speakers there was very um moving yeah like because you know we went to the other protest the one of the first ones i can't remember the date now 20 20th or something like of no not 20th couldn't have been 20th 12th or 16th of um, june something like that and um i think one of the things that we were saying is that it was more of a gathering of people to voice their frustration as opposed to like a rally where there's a key speaker exactly. and someone that's you know really um talking to the people, explaining to them why we're here today and, you know, obviously evident why we're here today, but also like, you know, giving the, the, the people facts and just giving people a platform um, to, to speak. But you said you you, you uh, came across someone that was... was um, Really well, yeah. Yeah. So, young lady, I'm not too sure of her name, unfortunately. I've been trying to do some research to find out exactly who she is. Um, I've got some footage that I will be posting on the New Vegas do this, so hopefully if anyone does recognise her, it will be great to have her um, just speak to her, find out where we can actually reach her. People can um, reach out to her in her local community because honestly, she spoke so well and she spoke in a way that easily communicates to kind of like the generation that I would particularly subscribe to and also the younger generation speaking in a manner that's much more dressed down than mine, but the content is even much more richer than mine, if that makes sense, than the content that even I'm saying, you know, and she inspired me for sure to look at the way that even I'm speaking so that to make sure I'm not like, alienating like not make, make keeping my listeners out of the conversation by using words and context that might not be easily accessible to them due to the education system that they would have come up in you know what i mean so well this is what yeah. we say about our platform we want to make it inclusive so we make the we don't want to because language is very 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 political and it can exclude a lot of members of society so what we want to do is make language inclusive and where we can obviously try to elaborate on things and uh, uh, make sure that is a is a welcoming platform yeah. for everyone to get the knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just sharing that knowledge and dropping those gems in the way she did was amazing. She got us so well organised. It was um, from the speaker's corner before we left off. She gave us a brief on the on the chance that we'll be saying in case some of them were more new, so that they could be more directed to the cause, you know, like, and then warm the crowd up. Get it, get in preparing them for it. Once once we're ready and geared to go, as soon as the chance started, everyone could catch on quickly and it was like very well organized and people were following well. We had a great route at times when we needed to stop because uh, the police that were escorting us did um, try to sometimes pull some tricky maneuvers, which I feel was, is, is incorrect. As police officers of the state and people that are professionals, they should have a well-planned route that doesn't need to be interjected and cause too much um, undesired byproducts so obviously they did try to do that again which was change course however due to that great leadership it was so effortless and easy when when we needed to all move back people moved back well and stopped and then yeah it, w- it was great though we, we were dancing there was actually someone um a young man and um, two young boys with um two young black males with a dj um they hired one of the uh, do you know um, in west end those cyclists that take people on romantic trips they actually hired one of those guys to lease their vehicle on the speakers and they brought their own DJ equipment and were 
mixing music of the of the that were relevant to the times, which was very phenomenal. Brought a lot of people together as well. And then there was also like a drum band as well that I'm not too sure where um where they were based either, but they were phenomenal in keeping the tempo of the speech um of the protest, sorry, keeping the momentum, keeping people inspired. And at one point we were literally just um tagging along with them since they kept a lot of energy going. And that's really important because it's all of those parts to the piece that that add to the overall machine, you know, and that is the machine of change, the machine of social equity, you know, combating social injustice with social equity, you know, and not just throwing statements or false action hoods. Wow, that sounds incredible, my guy. I hope you lot weren't tap dancing though. Um, and I wasn't tap dancing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. But um, yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Huh? You've watched too much uh, crime documentary recently. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we're going to keep. We're going to keep this conversation going because, like you yeah. said, I think on the last podcast, uh, there is obviously it's obviously a clear agenda to take out the Black Lives Matter movement from the news cycle. But you know what's hilarious, bro? Like as much as they can try, and as much as Black people are exhausted, it's always the racist uh, anti-protest that come up that bring the conversation back into to um the play into the new cycle yeah so like on, on monday uh man city versus burnley a group of burnley fans thought it was appropriate to hire a um a plane yeah. that carried the banner white lives matter yeah <laughs> like bro like this thing is, is comical to me because we like i think when your existence in this country is political so as a black people, we are we live a political existence in this country. So we see racism for what it is that like, clearly. So like I can I'm I'm sure there's a lot of white football fans that are watching it and thinking, no, that 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 surely that's not right. No, yeah. that can't be right. No, listen, this is every day, bro. It's every day. It's only because black people for this the move this movement is so strong that that white people there's a group of white people uh, that obviously feel so attacked even though it's not even a black versus white thing like even though some people want to make it out to be that they feel so attacked that they have to specify that white lives matter white lives have always mattered like it's always mattered like, all lives have always mattered just as black well, lives all lives are, yeah all lives have always mattered of course and, but, and, that, uh, and we don't need to like they they're acting like we're we're pressed to say that that's not like black bro. people say that when we're the first people to defend all life in all matters Listen, bro, me personally, I don't care. I'll die on that Black Lives Matter hill. I'll just say Black Lives Matter. I'll never say All Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Until we see a real radical change, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. So this White Lives Matter and All Lives Matter stuff is nonsense to me. They need to stop it. But, um, uh, but yeah, but I'm saying, but, but the, this is what I'm trying to say. Things like that keep it in the cycle. So it's, 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 it's quite funny because it's like, as much as we as a people are trying to keep the movement going, and we know because we, we haven't got no power in the media and stuff, the traction will slow down. It's the the racist. I'm never going to call them right wing because I think there's racists on all spectrums of the political uh, spectrum that are keeping it in the news cycle. So and, and thanks. And what we can say is cheers. Keep keep doing your racist nonsense. Keep it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it because we live in a country that really do truly believe that. Yeah, we're racist, but. We're not that bad, are we? Exactly. We're, not like, we're not like America, are we? Listen, all racism is bad, bruv. There's no good racism. There's no, there's no decent racism. There's no, yeah, you know, we could, all racism is bad. Whether you're hanging people from a tree or, or clutching your bag when you're walking past 
uh, someone with a darker skin tone. It's all, it's all, it's all the same. No, that's facts. Like, that's that's like totally facts, and it's not a comp a competition to say we're the least. It's it's a it's a aim and a cause to say this is not is no longer tolerable. You know, as it is, and as it's never been tolerable. You know what I'm saying? So realistically, like I like we mentioned in the beginning, all lives can't matter until Black lives matter, and that's it. Period, and that's why that kind of press feeling keeps coming up, and. And you can see it, like, politically speaking, as you said, it always comes up as a political charge. Like, it was not, this divide is not a divide. It's almost a way of looking at things and from the stance of what the reality is. Because, you know, when you look at COVID, COVID-19, and um, the state of it in the UK, in America, and in um, other Western countries, as well as, as well as the Eastern countries, and when you look at it in Africa, in Europe, uh, in the UK, and in America, unprecedentedly, the black community is suffering disproportionately. You know what I mean? And it's not a genetics thing. It's not because of our genes, and it's not necessarily because of our, that they go to unhealthy lifestyle, because that's not the case for all black people and all the people that have, the black people that have been victims. They've not all had bad diets, like come off of it, and they've not all had pre-existing underlying problems. They've all been based, made to work in certain roles that have, are, have, are leaving them vulnerable. And the thing is that's so mad and why it's so relevant is because, because they, these people are the placed in the working class and are placed in a certain position in life where they have to work in places that put them on the front line. And these people, my people, the black community, while this government is rushing to open up and relief lockdown, the same thing that you can see in America, putting more of the black community at risk. You're rushing at the expense of at the expense of the work of the workers and expense of, pe of of the people, you know. And it's just like Donald Trump said: if you test less people, you'll have less people with results of COVID. You're right, Donald. Listen, you weren't lying, bro. You weren't lying. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. You lying. That's why it's important that we double down on testing in the UK as well, and they start talking about it in the news, and they stop and they stop reporting the deaths. And that's that's not good. <laughs> you know, the news have stopped speaking. The mainstream news have stopped speaking about coronavirus and made it seem like it doesn't exist. You know, they've made it seem like it doesn't exist, yeah. and you only find out information on it when they're coming to speak to you about going back to work. Someone going back to work here. Someone yeah. going back to work there. You yeah. know, like yeah. that's yeah. literally yeah. the yeah. only time yeah. they ever bring. They ever they only ever bring it up because of money. You know what I mean? They never bring it up, yeah. They never bring it up for things to save people's lives, things to better better how we were living in the past, to start making real changes. They're only ever bringing up releasing news on the relaxation of the lockdown. And one thing that's really grinding my gears that I'm really noticing that maybe people aren't noticing straight away is that the newspapers, like The Sun, Daily Mail, even like to an extent things like the guardian their headlines and the relaxation of the lockdown they're releasing it like it's some some great news like guess what guys we're gonna relax look how great our government is being it's not good it's not good yeah. it's not good yeah. it's not good at all point black period and then they're having talks of stopping protests because of people gathering together but opening high streets make it make sense 
you know we have to look at now really how our political leaders are using coronavirus virus as a political political device to bring in certain laws yeah that aren't necessarily benefiting the people and benefiting making just um the economy grow and this economy is based on foreign investment so it's not even based on necessarily the people the british public they're right. doing this all for other people they're not doing this for the interests of the british public you know what i'm trying yeah. to say and it's a problem bro i agree with everything you just said literally i agree with everything you just said we know they're only opening up uh certain industries and stuff it's, it it was always going to be motivated by by money let's let's be honest we we know the country we live in the government that's that we're under right now we know it was always going to be served by money there was never going to be movement because it was never going to be because you know death rates and all that kind of stuff it's all even though they have said that oh, if the death rate goes up again or if it shows if it looks like there's uh, an increase in um in uh symptoms and stuff uh, they'll they'll put lockdown they'll do lockdown again which i highly doubt but we'll see we'll see uh, i i totally agree with you so july 4th is what they're saying is is uh the opening of a lot of industries which i didn't think would be opening around these times mm-hmm. so barbershops you know i'm not gonna lie i'm someone that is that was definitely hoping that the barbershops are gonna open soon um which they are uh cinemas you know industries which they feel are best prepared to put in measures to protect people from COVID-19. So they've opened up uh, uh, the weddings, they're doing weddings, which I've, I'm saying it now, the weddings, uh, the weddings guidelines that they put in is racist. They mm-hmm. said you can only have 30 people at a wedding. They know no black and brown people are gonna invite 30 people to a wedding. Mm-hmm. That's racist. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. That's what I'm, I'm putting it out there. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, yeah. But, you know, having friends that own businesses, like nail salons and stuff, they feel uh, uh, attacked. People. They feel they're angry that, yeah. like, you know, why can't their industries open up at this stage? And it's true, because a barber gets really close to you. So I don't know what's the difference of having someone that's literally touching your hands mm-hmm. when you have someone that's literally close to your nose, your mouth, your ears. So I don't know. I, I, it, it baffles me. It really does baffle me. But I think, again, I, I would say it's linked to people might call it a stretch but it's probably patriarchy because even though Boris Johnson clearly don't cut his hair he's probably thinking right the guys the guys and the, the MPs in parliament and stuff are probably thinking right like we need to get our haircuts and stuff mm-hmm. you know we can't let the missus do it no more so we need to get our haircuts and stuff whereas like things like nail shops and stuff where I really just can't see how that those industries aren't open yet mm-hmm. are still being told they can't open so I don't I really don't know I really really don't know um COVID-19 baffles me anyway, man. Honestly, like, even talking about it and how the government's handled it, it's always a confusing thing to talk about because we don't really know what's going on. Yeah. We don't really know. I don't think the government knows what's going on. They don't know how to deal with it. Everyone, this has been such a, like, clueless time for everybody. No one really knows how to deal with it. Even um, the way that it's, it's being reported, it's, it's just so weird, like... It's so weird. Their tone, especially when, it, from how, from pre-COVID and pre-lockdown to post you know, to right now, the current situation and how we've started it, like, we're literally, like, at such a high number of deaths and cases. And England in particular is just crazy. England in particular is out of this world compared to the rest of the United Kingdom, you know? It accounts for more than half of the cases and deaths. You know what I mean? And it's like, these these figures aren't aren't being expressed 
aren't being expressed. You know, there's been like over over forty thousand deaths so far since the pandemic. Do you know what I mean? Like since and it's been been recorded since March, I guess. So in the last three months, it's about ten k a month. You know, and over half of that being in England. So in England alone, most likely predominantly London as well, you're getting on average around around three k deaths a month. You know what I mean? And then yeah. with this knowledge, they're happy to try and make things resume back to normal and allow people to get in closer contact with each other. And, um, and yeah, and even the rules of the mask on the public transport, it's a soft rule. They're still using their, their, their enforcers to harass people rather than to actually protect them for their health and safety. I've seen yeah. a lot of, a lots of police officers around still, still, feeling comfortable enough to go around harassing people, even though yeah. they're, they're carriers of their potential carriers. But I've not seen anyone enforcing the people on the public transport really to wear their masks or anything like that. And it's really concerning to see what concerns this Tory government. And it's clearly just not the, the, the lives or the stake that the people have in society. I think I've said it before, but I just feel, everything just feels fake to me. Like nothing feels real. Like nothing from government to to the economy to like uh, and it, it just all feels fair. Someone in the back somewhere just, just pulling the strings and they're like, you know what? Let's let's have a let's have a, 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 a economic crash next month just to make things even tougher for people. So when we away free school meals for kids, people will understand or or stuff like that. It just all feels fake to me, man sneak something under our noses which they have been doing anyway and like we all have to take a bloody vaccine or some shit like that so oh no man it's um it's you know it's really been an exhausting time for black people bro i just i like i say it's just been an exhausting time for black people man it really has been it really really has been man. like just think about everything now it's been exhausting bro exhausting now there's going to be huge redundancies across industries from um uh, hospitality to healthcare, even even though you would think healthcare will be one of the industries that they'll be trying to pump money into now. Mm-hmm. People that have come in to do like you know um, voluntary work or or uh, 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 contract works for the NHS and stuff, they're all going to be laid off now because they 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 do they they've seen the surplus goods. Like all these, and that's all going to affect black and brown people. Mm-hmm. Due to the systematic policies and you know, systemic policies that have placed uh, this, these, um, our community in such a vulnerable position within society, within like you know Western contemporary society. Well, I was gonna say like our strap plan is, you know, reclaiming Black Boy J. And I said it last time. I'm gonna say it again. I don't feel like very joyous right now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel very joyous right now. I'm joyous in my personal life and stuff, but I'm not joyous in in the the. the the world, the world around us, man. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of, yeah, just a lot of, lot of fuckeries going on. Uh, um, uh, yeah, a lot of fuckeries going on. But I'm hopeful. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, on a more lighter note, to speak on uh, Black Boy Joy, I've really, really, really been seeing such a bigger push within the Black community in the UK um, and the Black community in um, the USA as well in pushing black business, you know? Yes. Pushing black business and promoting it and black business also standing up to the to the new required pressures and set and and demand. Yeah. You know? 
and the increased demand for their supply. So it's really good to see and it's really good for, for people to continue to do this, you know. And 100%. The Shade Borough has been, is such a big media right now in the UK as a leading blog and they've been quite a big perpetuator of this as well. Yeah. And they've, been, and they've recently um, launched, I believe it's like a subsidiary branch, branch almost. Um, in where they're promote, promoting other, they're just they're promoting like black business essentially. Let's just keep it a buck. Promote black businesses, and they're aiming to put a channel through like a, a directory, you know. And it's, uh, I believe, the account is called My Black Index. It's at My Black Index, you cool. know. And they've also they've also um, been supporting um, one of. Um, uh, a brand of the of the family, which is a uh, Mind State Apparel, you know, which uh, you can get oh. from handle at uh, at Mind State underscore Apparel. But also uh, Black Pound Day, Black Pound Day. Hopefully, all of you lot would have supported Black Pound Day on the twenty seventh of June. It's an initiative started by Swiss. Some of you lot might remember him from the infamous uh, Soul Solid Crew. He made one of the greatest songs, I believe, in British history with Cry. He's uh, come up with this initiative called Black Pound Day, where for supporting businesses um, across all industries, uh, I believe Harrogate Council have, uh, have got, have, are promoting it as well. So check if your council ain't promoting it, your local council, any of your area, bring them up and get onto them. Because this is, this I feel, needs to be a regular occurrence. I don't think it should be, you know, just once a year or something like that. It should be once a month at best. Um, obviously for black people, it should just be a, a standard where you seek out black businesses to spend your money with. I, I treat, and I really do believe that because it, it really is, you know, if people are going to, there's, there's a sector of people that are going to be talking about spirituality and a sector of people are going to be talking about religion and a sector of people that are going to talk about education. But I really truly believe Financial freedoms are only hope. Yep. No, for sure. You know, and we 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 like we we built our own economies in the past, and we will continue to continue to do so. And there's a host of black businesses that are showing this and exemplify this. And um, you know, history is there as well. So if anyone doesn't know, history is there for you to prove. And you know what is interesting for me as well, just to say like. Right now, in this in this time, in the date and day of time, in terms of just the ex- of human, the, like the documentation of the, like human existence that we have access to, like this is the most prosperous time ever, you know. Yeah. This is some of the most yeah. prosperous times ever. Yet yeah, these are the same times of the most instability in government, in government economics, in state economics. Meaning the public owns so little, yet the world has so much. So we've got to really think about that. Like, this is the time the world has so much, yet the actual individual people have so little. Like, that is by design. Why is that? We've got, yeah. to, we've got to think about it, you know? Like, honestly, think about it. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Wisdom. 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 Think about Wisdom. it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. No, the news made us do this. 100%. The news definitely made us do this.